Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine. I am a confidence coach and motivational speaker, and this is episode 131. At some point in your life, you have probably heard the analogy of digging a hole in the sand by the beach too close to the waves. And every time you try to dig some sand away, the water and sand just fill that hole right back up. That is to illustrate that you cannot just create a void without it naturally wanting to fill back up. Either you're going to fill it up with something, or it's going to fill itself up. This also applies to trying to get toxic people out of your life. If you remove the toxic person and you don't have other people to take that space in your life, there is a high probability that you're going to allow that toxic person back into your life or you're going to replace them with another toxic person. So today we're going to talk about how to effectively remove toxic people from your life in a way that will keep you from going back to them or finding another toxic person. Having toxic, unhealthy people in your life is one of the biggest destroyers of your self-esteem. You're going to believe your own reality. So even if you are in a place in your life where you can say to yourself, okay, that's just them, that's their energy, they're wrong, that's not true about me, which is good to be able to be in that place. But even if you're there and that person is still in your life, a part of your brain is never going to stop believing what they're telling you. Toxic people in your life, even if you're in a space where you can know that they're wrong about you, it's still draining. It's still exhausting. It's a lot of work on your part to maintain any semblance of peace and self-esteem. They've got to go. Here's the problem, though. Even if they are a terrible partner, even if they are really cruel to you, even if they're constantly letting you down, when they are your only friend, support system, babysitter, companion, you're probably not going to get rid of them because it probably feels like at least having somebody is better than having nobody. The idea of being alone or lonely or on your own can be terrifying. Now, people that have been in that position will tell you it was the most freeing, happy time of their life. And yet it's really hard to believe that when all of your relationships are unhealthy relationships and these are the only people you have to depend on. So people can tell you till they're blue in the face to leave them, cut them off, move away, shut them out. And you might even agree with them. You may think that they're right. And it's not going to make you take action. So we're going to talk about some ways to set yourself up for success in this area so that you can remove the toxic people from your life. What you're going to do is add healthy people to your life. I want you to create a support system. Now, I know that's easier said than done. So let's go through how to get that done. The first thing that I want you to know is that Most people feel lonely to some degree. Most people are still looking for their people. 
I'm not saying this to discourage you. I'm actually saying it to encourage you. Because what you can take from that is that if you try to build bonds with people, they're also looking for those relationships. You actually have a higher chance of success than you think you do. They're also wanting to ask somebody to be their friend, ask for a mentor, reach out, join a group. They also don't know how. So take the first step understanding they're probably in a similar situation to you, wanting and needing that better person in their life. The next thing that I want you to understand is that you have to be willing to be vulnerable. Now, when I say this, I'm not telling you to be vulnerable by telling everybody all of your skeletons in the closet, sharing all of your dirty little secrets. That's not what I'm talking about. In fact, we don't do that. That's giving ammunition to people that haven't proven they have a right to that yet. What I mean when I say be vulnerable is be willing to say, I'd like to continue this conversation. I want to get to know you better. I think it would be really fun to grab a cup of coffee with you. Be willing to make those kinds of statements. Be willing to put yourself out there as an open invitation to potential future relationships. The next thing that I want you to know, and I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before, when it comes to making friends, you are probably going to talk to 100 people and walk away with five solid friends. That's what success looks like. That is not 95 failures. That is success. Not everybody is going to be your person. Not everybody is emotionally ready to take on another person. Some people can't handle your healing process All of that is okay. It's not your job to talk to 100 people and make 100 friends. It's your job to find your people. And yeah, we do that by talking to a lot of people to find our few. The next thing that I want you to be aware of is that true strength is not doing it all on your own. True strength is being able to admit that you need help and to receive the help being offered to you. We all need help. No one is out there effectively doing it all on their own. That's not anybody's reality. Strong people have help. It's what allows them to continue to be strong. So where do you go find these people? The chance of you just randomly bumping into the exact right person in the middle of the grocery store is pretty slim. It's happened, but your odds are not in your favor that that is how this is going to work out. So what you need to do is go where your people, your potential people, might be. Some great places to look. Start volunteering. Join a book club. Join a Bible study. Become a part of a nature group or a hiking group. If you're a mom of young children, join mops. Join a church. Join a mom's group or a men's group. Get a mentor. Join a group for veterans. If it's appropriate and applicable to your situation, join Al-Anon or Essanon, which is a support group for people who are dealing with people with addiction in their life. Start taking a class at the gym. Join a pickleball league or a softball league. Start hanging out at the library or the coffee shop. Take a class or a new course. Check out your community Facebook page to see what events are happening in your area and then go to those events. When you do things that interest you, you're going to meet other people that share your interests. Now, it's not good enough just to sign up or show up. You also have to talk to people or at the very least, be open to allowing other people to talk to you. 
Now keep in mind, healthy relationships do not happen overnight. So you're going to take some time to cultivate these relationships. You're going to do that by honoring your word, honoring their time, caring about them, asking questions, okay? This means showing up when you say you're going to show up, asking them about themselves, being the first one to reach out, sharing appropriately about you in small increments, no oversharing, okay? Allowing the two of you to connect. And if it turns out you've picked somebody who actually is unhealthy, cut them loose, let them go. Keep on looking for the next person. Remember, you're going to talk to a lot of people who aren't your person before you find the right people. So I want you to imagine that you've done this. You've started going out, you've started socializing, you've met some fairly decent individuals, you've made some fairly solid connections, you have people that are speaking positivity into your life, they are affirming you, they are complimenting you, they are building you up, they are validating your emotions and your strengths. Can you see how from this place, it would be easier to remove a toxic person from your life. Now, I mentioned possibly finding a mentor. I want to touch on that for just a moment. If you're in a situation where you never had that positive, healthy mother figure or father figure in your life, especially if your mother or your father is currently the toxic person that you're trying to have more boundaries with, having a mentor could be a really healing experience for you. A mentor is going to be somebody who is typically older than you. Potentially, they've been through some similar experiences as what you are going through right now. And they need to be willing and understand that the role you're hoping they will fill is as your mentor. Because if they think that you just want to be friends and they aren't prepared for the amount you are going to want to lean on them, they could end up really hurt and you could end up not getting what you need from the relationship. Mentors can be found in support groups. Churches a lot of times have a mentor program. Mops often have a mentor. You can get a coach. That can be your mentor. Or if you do happen to meet somebody organically and that's the role that you want them to have with you, let them know that. Have that conversation you can just say, I really admire you. It sounds like you've been through some similar things and have come out the other side. And I would love to be able to lean on you a little bit and ask you some questions while I'm navigating my own life over here. Allow them the freedom to say yes or no. Allow them the space to take some time to think about it because mentoring isn't for everybody and nobody benefits from one side or the other not being aware that that's the relationship. The goal here in all of this is that you have a support team. You hopefully have some form of mentorship going on. You have friends, people that know you, appreciate you, like you, value you. These people provide you with stability, a sense of safety, connection, reassurance. Just by being healthy people in your life, they can assure you that the other relationship you are experiencing is toxic and unhealthy just because of the differences between the two. Now it's not just your voice in your head counteracting whatever negativity is being fed to you. You have all of their voices in your head as well, backing you up, supporting you, telling you how great you are, acknowledging your wit or your creativity, or your intellect, where you're not having to convince yourself of something that nobody else in your sphere is telling you. 
And then, when you're ready, you can remove the toxic person from your life, and there is no void. There is no emptiness. There is no loneliness. It can feel safe and comfortable and freeing to take those necessary steps. I wanted to tell you a little bit about why this is so near and dear to my heart to share this with you today. Because this used to be me. Every person in my life, every person in my life was toxic and mean. They said cruel things. They put me down. They used me. They took advantage of me. My friends, my family, my husband, all of them. When I realized I needed to remove the negative people from my life, it became very apparent very quickly that that meant everyone had to go. I was going to be completely alone. I'm not exaggerating when I tell you there was a period of my life when I was very rarely hearing from anybody, text, phone call, or being asked to hang out because the toxic people were gone, but I hadn't yet established healthy relationships. It was incredibly lonely and stressful and dangerously depressing. There was some peace and freedom in all of this too. I wasn't being taken from the way that I used to be. I wasn't being put down. I wasn't being hurt. And there was a beauty to being able to experience my life without that, without the distraction of the excitement of new relationships. It was a confusing time. At times I was dancing and singing in my kitchen, and at times I was laying in my bed in tears. A big reason why I became a coach is because I don't ever want a single other human being to go through something like that alone, without support, without help, without reassurance, without love and kindness. So when I tell you that the correct way to remove unhealthy people from your life is to first set up healthy people in your circle. This is why I'm saying it. And if you think that you're not good enough, not smart enough or funny enough or pretty enough, that you don't have enough to bring to the table, let me tell you, you're wrong. You are enough. The right people are going to find you funny. The right people are going to find you interesting. The right people are going to want to hear your story and be part of the future story. You don't have to be creative. You don't have to have money. You don't have to have any additional education. You just have to be you. You have to be honest. You have to have integrity. You need to be kind. You need to pay attention to the healthy people you're bringing into your life. You have to feed those relationships. You do that and the rest is good. You're enough. So your goal this week is to remember what we talked about today and go and try to put some of this into action. Remember that most of the people out there are also looking for other people. Remember that you're enough for the right people. Put yourself in situations where you can meet people who share interests with you. Talk to some people. Whatever feels comfortable. Maybe it's just one. Maybe you think you can talk to 50 people in the next week. Whatever feels comfortable. Keeping in mind that a lot of this is a numbers game. The more people you talk to, the more likely you are to find your people. Having somebody say no is not a rejection that just wasn't your person. I would love it if you guys would share in the Facebook group where you're meeting people so you can help others find ideas of where they can look. And lastly, just be honest and vulnerable. It's actually really endearing when somebody can be honest and say, hey, I'm new to this. I don't know what I'm doing, but if you'd love to grab lunch, 
I would really like to do that. It works. I'm promising you that it works. I'm living proof that this works. Even introverts can do this. So start building your support system. Set the foundation for the life you're wanting to move into. Thank you for listening this week. I loved sharing this with you, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.